Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are proudly bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab and I'm your host. May the class begin. Hi. See, I was going to do it again. I was going to start singing <laughs> again. And then I realized that I don't have the money to pay for royalties for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 30 seconds, I think. About I mean, 30 seconds you have to pay. With the vocalizing that Mariah does at the beginning of All I Want for Christmas, probably will come down to 30 seconds quite easily, I think. And then yeah. I'll be like, no. But that's I don't know thing. if my headphones would survive that 30 seconds. <laughs> it was like implosion. It's like the first time that anybody hears Mariah singing All I Want for Christmas usually is... I mean, at this point, it could be tomorrow, which at time of recording is not even the 1st of December, but usually it's around the 1st of December, usually. And the first time I always kind of I, I cringe a bit. I'm like, oh no. And then you start, like your brain goes into survival mode. And it's like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Festive season. And I'm like, what happened to my brain? <laughs> That's probably why it's in my head right now, basically, because I'm like, oh, it's festive season. Ah. Anyway. Yeah, I've survived so far, been out on Saturday to the shops. And so far, I've either blanked it out completely or it's actually not been on. So, But you went out again for for, for context on time of recording again. You went out on the Black Friday weekend as well. So I wouldn't be like not surprised if there were just like people getting on top of people to get like t-shirts and whatever was on sale but was it was it like that or was it more like nah Christmas it yeah it was more Christmas shopping I think that's the thing everything is happening a lot a lot we talked about actually off her everything in the past year has been happening earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier it's like 
just Halloween went and we're like, okay, now it's Christmas time. And I was like, is it really though? And again, that's when my brain fights it. And then at some point she just accepts defeat and just embraces uh, like eggnog or like mold apple juice and all these kind of things. But yeah, like it's becoming like, I don't know, we're going to start doing Christmas shopping in September next year. That's how I feel about it. I don't want it probably to. but as long as i can get a bargain for it i'm not i'm not fast <laughs> that is the thing but i don't know i feel in general and know and welcome everybody again and we'll remind like who steph is even if you should maybe remember who steph is but i'll give you a bit of a reminder because we jumped on a conversation about mariah very aptly given that it's december but um, yeah welcome we are doing a bit of reflections for the end of the year because this is the last episode of whichever season we're counting this as maybe five because we keep on rolling we're like 120 plus episodes at this point so who is keeping score um so yeah i just brought steph back in because she's going to be more of a prominent presence going on so i thought let's let's kind of remind ourselves of the delights of steph and um yeah but because christmas and festive times are in everybody's heads at the moment, I think that's where both of us went very quickly today. But Steph, remind us a bit about who you are, just in case people are like, oh, oh interesting. Oh, well, thank you for having me back. Obviously, we've had one or two episodes before where I've jumped in. Um, so my name is Stephanie Dominguez, and I'm a bit of everything. I'm a nutrition coach. I'm a creative. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been a community manager, and I'm helping Fab with uh, Alt Marketing School, doing some video and podcast editing, too. So I'll be editing this episode, no doubt. I, that's what the inception came it was like you realize that from now on you 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 edit the snippets plus you're also going to choose the snippets plus you're also going to be talking at some points in some of the snippets uh like, boom, inception but no thank you so much for being here again and i would like to say as well stuff is so much more than just helping with the videos and and audios and all these things you're also one of our graduates which means you went through our certification and our courses which also means you're also a very supportive hand in a lot of steps of the strategy and how we're going to grow because you've been there and you kind of support us that way too so very much appreciated as well and um yeah we thought we're going to bring stuff in back now because you're going to hear a lot more from her from some of our episodes especially when we're going to do episodes like this that more about reflection and also kind of some interesting segments we're adding to the podcast more on that during our holiday break by the way i'll tell you more at the end but also at the introduction of our interviews we just want to switch things up and i think that's a great reminder actually that you know auditing is very important i even did an episode way back when about auditing your efforts but also, it's important to take the time to reflect on how behaviors have changed from the user perspective. And I think one of the things that we talked of here with Steph quite a few times has also been how different social platforms and slash social media slash in general, the online ecosystem has evolved. And as such, we looked at how the podcast was doing and what some of the things that people love, some of the things people wanted more of. And I realized that obviously the school is a big part of what we do. That's the reason why we're here. And I think it's important to also get a connection a bit more with us, the people behind the school, as much as the incredible guests we have and some of the incredible features that we provide for the podcast. So that was part of it. People wanted more of us for some bizarre reason, maybe not more Mariah singing, but something else in there was what they needed more in their life. So uh, we just thought we'll switch up again a bit and give you a little bit of spice and everything nice. And I thought, Steph, what I'm going to do for you, now we can kind of, 
bounce off together maybe these questions and we're gonna submit you to the three questions that we the main questions that class in session we ask the guests just as a nice introduction so there's no prep so Steph is going to be delighted by that today you are welcome so I'm going to put them up again and um, this actually is one of my favorite questions because I know like the wealth of as you say skills that you have and abilities so if you could teach our listeners one more time in 2022 one thing in one minute or so what would that be one thing you can teach them right now Wow, there's so many things. 42 is the answer <laughs> for everything. Um, no, seriously, I think the main the main thing that always comes back and even what I'm working on constantly is refine your message and know what you're trying to com- communicate in terms of if you're a brand of just yourself or if you're even a brand with a service or anything you do visually anything as long as you understand your core message and what you're doing and what you're trying to give and your values I think is the one key thing that will pierce through everything because despite you know you might not have the best setup or the best thing to start off with but as long as you know yourself what message you're trying to put out to people if you're trying to be you know online as we're talking about marketing and and through the school what I've learned even more is as long as you're clear about that everything will fall into place from that I love that so I'd say if that's the one thing to work on that would be the thing (laughs) I love it and I think it's also an exercise in being humble again, which we all have to relearn multiple times, regardless of actually your career, your job, or how you define yourself as a marketer. I think it's important to remind ourselves of the power of reassessing and actually goes with one of one little piggyback. Usually I don't piggyback on the on the teaching, but since we're like brainstorming and throwing things delightfully together, little balls, I'm gonna give you a little ball of joy. Why the ball analogy? Interesting, Fab. Okay, I'll go with that. Excellent. So, ball of joy goes also to the reassessing element. So, as you're assessing the message, I also encourage everyone, right now especially, to do a review of the year. And you can do it however you wish. We actually have in some of our templates that we released recently, which have been incredibly successful, which was a really interesting exercise one day we can talk about. We have also a yearly review, which I love because I think it's a great exercise, but it's also a way to create a habit for you to review your efforts, usually every 90 days. I set targets and actually I update our numbers and targets every week, but instead of every single time thinking, oh my God, what do we need to change next? I then allow myself every 90 days to look at them a bit deeper to then understand how we're going to make that switch and change. So my piggyback slash extra thing that I would love to teach you on top of what Steph suggested is put in your calendar to have usually a two to three hour time block is enough to just review your year. And if you are part of our student community, we're going to do a yearly review as well before the end of the year. And we're also going to do Uh, 90-day audits together just kind of going through those processes together because I think it's really powerful but if you're on your own still make that time to do a yearly review if you need any help check our um, template shops because in our notion dashboards in some of them you actually have the yearly review you can do together as well 
or on your own or even with a friend. But um, it's a great reminder. So thank you for reminding us of that. Um, I always find that we know on paper that we have to do it, but it's always harder when you're doing it by yourself. One, because you just you, it's hard for you to think about implementations, but also because I think we underestimate how much time and how much energy it takes. Have you have you done one recently? I think we, we've done a brainstorming, kind of not together, but you've done a brainstorming and then I gave you some feedback. And I think, I don't know, I think we underestimate how long these things take, don't we? Yeah, I would definitely say, I think it, you start off with that and I find you can get very easily rolled into what happens next and everything else like your setup what you're trying to do and you might be learning everything as you go and it's quite overwhelming and you're trying to do obviously if you're doing a business by yourself too is like you're doing everything so because of that every now and then you kind of forget because you're on a roll and I think it is like you said the opportunity especially towards the end of the year if things are ramping down or if you know they're going to ramp up in January to actually make that time to go, right, what's happened? Have I kind of gone off the, you know, gone offline a little bit or have I got lost in just the making um, rather than actually being aware that you might not be quite on point with your message or what you're trying to convey. Um, and yeah, and like you said, we've done like kind of brainstorming with reassessing where, my focus is, uh, especially with my business and the things that are working, things that are not working and how I can then progress for next year on really working on the things that I want to push forward and also give back, you know, lean back a little bit on the things that aren't working. And I know, especially in the past when we talked about, sometimes it comes down to simplifying everything. And I think it's that thing of it can get so complicated and you get lost into that actually need to maybe scale back to be more efficient in the things that actually make the difference of like moving forwards rather than losing track and going on something that actually doesn't benefit you. I, I love that. And it's, it's my constant battle is every so often when I go back, as you say, and I, I do a brainstorming or a, a reassessing, I have to then say, okay, the first thing I have to do is look at what I can simplify and streamline because that is, is something I've written in my book, Reclaim Your Time Off. Yeah, again, it's back, but I wrote it in the book. So I want to mention it because it was literally point one. After you prepare yourself and understand where your time is going, simplification is actually the easiest, but also find the hardest thing because it takes a lot of ego to be like, oh, actually checking the ego at the door, I guess, and be, this doesn't really work anymore or this doesn't work. How can I let it go? How can I make it a lot simpler to actually release my efforts onto this? And I think it can be sometimes like our ego is like, no, because it means it didn't work. And we need to look at it as a, le- a positive lesson rather than something that actually is affecting us negatively, which leads to my second question that we asked the, the guests, which I think kind of piggybacks on this, like the lessons but also the things that maybe we are stopping doing, I guess, in a way. And the question is, what have you unlearned this past year, Steph? I really, really like this question. And so we're going back to, yes, we might be adding, we might be doing new things, excited about what has happened that actually made you stop and think, huh, I'm going to stop doing this. So yeah, what have you unlearned over the past year? <laughs> um, hmm interesting I think it's understanding where my flow is 
and understanding that the things I was trying to do, I was, there was always something else I could distract myself with and understanding I was trying to push so hard to create, you know, content or certain things that I was planning to make and then realizing, is that really where I want to spend my time? Because I'm always going back to something else. And I think that then comes with what we've done afterwards with like the brainstorming going, well, something not quite right there. And, you know, is that thing of if you're just knocking your head against the wall constantly, then you have to realize why is that wall there? And I think it's kind of unlearning like letting go of the things that don't actually make you happy in the end, because it's that thing of like, you think obviously you start with an idea, start with a journey and you think that that's going to be the way it's going to go. And then as you progress throughout the year and you realize, well, I'm learning a lot of things, I'm trying to do all these things, but then it still doesn't quite work for you. I think it's that thing of going, I have learned a lot and it's never failure. And I think that's the thing that sometimes the the wall is there because it's it tells you something. <laughs> exactly. It's like the wall coming back to you. I love that. First of all, I'm going to do a little extra dance now because I'm really happy about this because we talked about it a lot. And um, the reason why I'm really happy about this is because it's literally one of the biggest points of contingency when it comes to accepting that Something that, again, I know because we do this together. So I'm going to add a bit to that just to kind of give more context. So something that I know is that when you did that, when Steph did this, what we realized is that as long as you can fulfill your mission, I'm going to do an inverted marks mission, something we work in the certification as well. So we help the students actually understand the mission, their vision, all their values. As long as you can still fulfill that, it might be that the how has changed because, again, you have evolved, you realize what you enjoy doing the most, some of the things, maybe you tried them, but they didn't stick. And we realized that actually what we were brainstorming on, the evolution of staff, so to speak, um, you still were fulfilling that mission. As long as you could still support people the way that you wanted to, yes, it might not have been with the same tools that you have in your arsenal, because she has plenty, but it will still be helping people they have a very specific goal with a specific purpose that also helps you fill in that purpose. So sometimes it's like, actually, I might still be fulfilling like my own values and my own mission, but the services that I'm offering are different. Or even the brand that I'm doing is different. Or for some people, it might be, I worked as a freelancer for a year. It doesn't really serve me that way. I still want to help people with obviously purpose and an impact, but maybe for me it's better to do it inside somebody else's vision. And I think there's a lot of... um Again, like reckoning and also, as I said, going back to our ego and accepting that it's time for us to make that shift. So whichever shift that might be, I think is, you know, as long as it aligns again with our values, our missions, our vision, professionally or personally, um, then I find there's a lot, it becomes a lot more natural, you know, it's like, but there is a lot, a lot of resistance usually when that happens. I find that first is like, for me, I had to let go of a company in order to fulfill, to actually make more time for this one, like for the school to actually succeed, you need to put in a lot of work because starting a school is not the smartest idea on the planet. But then I'd like to make things easy for myself. But, you know, I have a very strong vision. I know how we can help people and I really want to do that. And even for me, letting go of a company that was, they ran its course, 
was really hard. And again, Steph was there and you were helping me navigate that. So I had the same experience to this year, which is really interesting. And I think it's like a reminder that once you are committed to your why and you accept that it evolves and changes, then it is a lot easier for you to see the way that you can make it by also being happy, as you say, and fulfilled with what you do day to day, which I think is really important. Yeah, look, I feel, do you feel in a sense that you've always been sort of offering sort of similar service, but just pivoting how that looks and how that serves people? I think so. I think so. I think part of it is also wanting to really make a big difference in another industry because that's probably where the difference is before it was very catered to wellness entrepreneurs, which I still love shout out to all the wellness and self-development peeps but now it's like actually we have an industry that helps so many people in so many other industries which is marketing and we can really do better in so many ways and we can actually do better from an educational standpoint from a career development standpoint but also just how we teach marketing and how we embrace marketing so yeah i i can see that teaching as you say i want to get back to what you said um Figure out what makes you happy. Teaching is what makes me happy. I'm on my zone. I am chilled. I'm singing. I'm dancing. Students are like, is she insane? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> I had another coffee half an hour ago. That's where I'm getting my energies from. But that's, if I can teach, even if it's absolutely exhausting, it makes me so happy. And I was like, as long as I can teach, you know, I, I will help the people that need the help the most. And I felt cold with this vision because it just made sense. So yeah, I would say, that's the thing, because I, I think for me, I knew what made me happy. That has never been a problem, like knowing exactly where my general genius is, is when, as you say, you realize that maybe you're starting to go a bit against your zone of genius by adding other things that you're supposed to be doing. And then you're like, yeah, but if I don't want to do them, do I have to? And I think that's what, what happened with you, because you shared as well with us a bit. It was like, I'm still doing, like, I'm still prioritizing the thing that I enjoy doing the most, but the ones that I'm supposed to do for the business that I, I think I want to run... I just can't get myself to do them. So how did you find actually a way to go above that little dissonance that was going on? How did you find, was it the brainstorming? Was it an element of acceptance or just kind of looking at where your time was going? Um, I think it was a mixture of all of it, to be fair. And also, I mean, doing like the certification and sort of like that brand Bible and going back to what is your mission? What are your pillars? What are your values? And then through obviously mapping it out and seeing all the parts that I'm doing currently and going actually and you even said it when I showed you like well I I know exactly where where your heart lies and I think it's coming to terms of I've tried quite a long time with something that I really believed in and I could see the vision I could see what I wanted out of it and then going you know, it's okay trying, it's okay trying new things, it's okay trying new avenues, because at that point in time in the past, that's where I completely 100% believe that's what the way was going to be. And even then, it wasn't a certainty, because I thought, you know what, I've got A and B, kind of like the things I wanted to merge two things together, I don't know what that looks like, I can't see anyone else that does the same thing, of like a, a clear mapping of what that would look like. And is going, you know what, I'll try this, then try and make it work in one way, then try and make it work in another way. And through all the steps of also learning, I, I had no idea about digital marketing. I had no idea about different avenues that that could take. 
or how to apply, you know, the skills I had in those avenues because I thought that doesn't exist or how can I, I didn't, I didn't know things existed in a certain way. And the more I've obviously evolved and done the, the things I can go, actually, there is a way that goes back to the thing I wanted in the first place, but not quite how I'm doing it now. And I think it does come from, like you say, going, you know, headbutting a little bit, going, I want to give it my 100% and say, you know, say to myself, I've tried. I've really put effort in. I've really tried, you know, different ways about it, but it's still not working. And then going, well, am I going to try an extra two years, five years and still be in the same place and going, actually, it's not working. I'm not happy. Or actually go, how can I change this now? And even if I'm not 100% sure of what the outcome is, to go, I've been in this place before and I know I can do this. And I think it's just also reminding yourself of there's a lot of things we can say, oh, I didn't do this, didn't do that. And actually going, yeah, but what did you do? What did you learn? What did, you know, how did you progress? Because you're still not, you're better now than you were before because you've learned all these new things and not that you're actually stuck in going back to square one because I don't think there's actually that. You can't ever go back to square one because by going through that journey, you actually go 10 steps forwards. It might just be one step back from where you're now in terms of what you have built or what you've done and just starting something a bit different, but then going, Eh, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll try it again. <laughs> exactly. And it's always that reminder that even if you have to take one or two steps back, as you said, you, in the meantime, you've taken five steps forward. So yeah, maybe you're not as far along, but being, but as you say, like the skill set, even like if you imagine as a shield that you build, like go against any other obstacle and challenge. You build your little shield by all the things that you learned that didn't go quite to plan. Perfect segue, Steph, by the way. I didn't I didn't cue this in any way, but I, int- well, I wanted to introduce briefly as well what you're going to hear for the next couple of weeks, plus also what you're going to hear then in a new segment that we're introducing in some of our episodes throughout the months next year, which is Marketing Fails. I know sounds sounds weird but we talk about successes we talk about celebrations all the things that went well so we started asking experts marketers and also some founders as well to share the marketing things that didn't go quite to plan and so far we have some incredible people that are lined up for this christmas season so as we are kind of chilling a bit more <laughs> and resting throughout ahead of the new year with the new certification round coming up this winter Later this winter, we wanted just to, you know, end the year with some of these lessons from people that you definitely can relate to because we've all been in that step of the journey. So, again, watch out or listen out because they're going to be out every week as we're all feasting and resting. Hopefully, uh, we will uh, release some of these. There's also a special one with my personal marketing fail of the year at the beginning of 2023. So you can listen to that as well. And then we'll be back, obviously, with more normal episodes in the new year too with lots of interviews we already recorded some incredible ones and more to come so it's going to be a very exciting new era i would call it for the podcast and the school and that leads me to the final question we ask all our guests which is what is the biggest lesson that your teachers or mentors have taught you hmm i mean there were so many teachers that was good (laughs) <laughs> um, did I stunt you 
Yes. Um, and we can put Mariah in the background, maybe, just like yeah. <laughs> to fill the silence. It's like, fill oh, the silence. <laughs> this will be edited out. Uh, <laughs> or will it? No, I'm joking. Or will it? Um, just let's take a moment to silence and be great. Um, I think one of the lessons is kind of like an overall lesson that I've taken. I think throughout the course and it's I would say like systems or doing things step by step so they don't become overwhelming because with every sort of lessons and every teacher they have they all had a different approach to sort of what they specialize in and obviously overall digital marketing but everything came with sort of a, a system to think about and to realize where you know breaking down digital marketing in you know what's the messages how the different messages differ depending on what you're trying to convey so you know different companies will have different approaches to how they want to communicate so um, either they want you know to get known or they want to build trust or they actually want to sell and, and then it's like all that process when you put it together you can actually see how it works so I feel with that it's like sort of every teacher gave me a different cog in that system and now it's to the point you know when obviously you you scroll on your own social media and you see everyone else's you know I don't know Black Friday promotion and you go actually a week before they'd done this and then they did this and then the message says a particular thing and their promotion is done in a particular way and you understand through all these steps that's how it works and then it's about how well then do you apply it because I feel it's quite a language nearly to learn. And it makes so much more sense when you break it down in steps, especially if you then have to do it for yourself. So I feel from the teachers, it's more take the time to break down that system and understand how you can then use it. I love it. I wasn't expecting um, a full shout out to the school, but I'll take it. If these are the teachers they came up to, I'll take I like it. Uh, I like it. And I think it's. I mean, you're a teacher every day, so. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, bless you. Um, But again, and I also, again, double shout out to our teachers because they're awesome and they've supported us so much in this first year, which is always a wild ride. But that's the thing that we wanted to set up from the beginning is supporting our students with better systems for themselves so they could actually start implementing practices that they can take then beyond the certification and the cohort. And I think that's one of the biggest things, but it's also some of lots of other mentors that I've had, like one of the things that you always get impressed. And one of our students from our last cohort, she was really impressed by how um, she was like, how can you be so consistent? And I said, well, because what I, I promise some of what I teach, I do practice. And that's the the, the systems and the, and the processes that we teach the students, especially the ones that obviously I teach are the ones that I use. And, I think sometimes we forget how invaluable it is to learn those and to be able to apply those because marketing, if you want to have more time, as you say, to analyze, to look at experiments, to learn from other campaigns and things like this, you need to make sure that a lot of your marketing is also running, you know, without you having to worry about every single step. So once it's set up, it can run itself. You can just make sure everything is ticking along. So I love what you mentioned that because I think marketers have, they have actually a lot more things on their plate than we realize sometimes. 
And the only way to make sure that we survive is that we have the right systems in place. So if you need the systems and if you want to have a positive and good challenge by pushing yourself out of the comfort zone next year, if you're listening, obviously, in December, then do check out the certification. It's altmarketingschool.com slash learn. You can still join us for 2023 for our first of two cohorts. So we only have two cohorts next year. So make sure you join us. We would absolutely love to have you as well. Steph, well done. You went through all the questions. Thank you. <laughs> we riffed a bit. We threw some balls. Again, ball analogies back. You are welcome. Uh, snowballs. See, now is also Christmassy. <laughs> Double welcome. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for more of these chats to come. So you can expect a few more of these chats where even we will share some of the things that we have learned from some of our experiments. Again, that's what I like to call them. Some tactics that we love as well. I'm going to bring them back and maybe share some of them with Steph and we can talk about them together. And again, some fun segments, including we're starting off with more marketing fails in 2023. So I really hope you enjoy the bonus ones that are coming up to keep you engaged over the Christmas period. And then we will be back with more in 2023. So I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for listening. If you are a loyal listener, we know you, we appreciate you. We've been going on now 429 episodes plus very soon. And um, it's a honor without obviously the support of the podcast, without the support from the audience, we wouldn't have been able then to start a school properly, start with the certifications, start with the courses, take all the next steps necessary to make what is a vision a reality, which is probably the biggest hurdle. And then obviously it's keeping it that way, but that's kind of where we're at. So I want to thank everybody. I want to thank also Steph publicly for always being so awesome for every single iteration of what I get you to You're do. You're welcome. <laughs> every single thing I throw at her, she's kind of like, you can see this light, like, you know, in her eyes, you can see a bit of like, <sighs> and then she just goes back at it. Bless. So thank you. And um, yeah, so before I also get Steph to say her goodbyes, remind you where you can find her. If you're interested in the certification, you can go allmarketingschool.com slash learn to find out more about that. You can also go to allmarketingschool.com slash courses if you want to find out more about our self-paced courses as well and what we can offer you within that we have a course library with already three courses you can access so go and check that one out and then you can also be part of our lovely and friendly community of marketers by doing so but i hope you have a wonderful time away i hope you're resting i hope this festive time can be one of reflection and also celebration for everyone and Steph, if people want to also celebrate uh, with you, I guess, where should they go? Is there any place you can direct them to? Um, I won't give out my address, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't going <laughs> that far ahead to be like, let's go to Steph's house, everyone. Okay. Party. <laughs> we'll have a joint Zoom call, party call. Um, no, if you want to get to know me a bit better, um, you can find me at nurturedplate.com, which is my coaching uh, website and same thing same handle nurtured plate on instagram um if not uh stephanie dominguez usually is my name is find around um you can find me on linkedin too if you want to see 
me a bit more on the professional side. But yeah, but I, you know, thank you for listening. And I look forward to the many chats, even if very random. Um, And I would say if you've still managed to not listen to Mary Carey so far, let us know in the replies or let us know how many days it took. since you listened to the episode Uh, and we'll bring a lot more celebration until then thank you so much for listening head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class if you want to make your teachers happy then hop onto iTunes and leave us a 5 star review oh and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at oldmarketingschool until next time